Episode 5, Change versus Comfort Zone. Hi, I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to Our Energetic Universe. Welcome to 2022. And this week I thought I would take a look at making changes in our lives and in particular why we struggle to make changes in our lives. As this is the time of New Year resolutions, I thought I'd take a look at our dreams and goals for the year ahead. Although I don't set New Year's resolutions, I prefer to look at what I want to achieve over the year ahead rather than what I want to give up, as I feel it's a more positive way of looking at it. Having worked with people for a long time, I know we all have dreams, so this week's podcast is all about what stops us from making changes that help us realise these dreams. So before we begin, just grab hold of a sheet of paper, or maybe a journal, and begin writing down what you want to achieve this year. What are your dreams? What are your goals? What are the things that you've been dreaming about doing and maybe haven't done yet? Try and write about 10 things covering health, career, relationships, well-being, success, finances, holidays, travel, whatever it may be. If it doesn't excite you or motivate you, then leave it off for now and just focus on things that make you feel enthusiastic, positive and creative. In my opinion, creativity is a fundamental part of being human and yet so many of our goals don't leave room for creativity, passion and fun. Get yourself into a fun and anything's possible mood and let your hand free flow ideas down onto the paper. The list doesn't have to be perfect. It's just to give you a general idea or to visualize it so you can read everything laid out in front of you. Now take your list and highlight any goals that make you feel scared. Either use a color or add a little F next to it. Now, group all the ones together that fit into the same category and color code them if you want. And these can be health, career, relationships, well-being, success, travel, finances, money, love or anything else. Finally, highlight all the ones that are related to money. We will come back to these ones later. But for now, let's start with fear. So the first category is fear, which in my opinion also includes procrastination, perfectionism, worry, confusion and more. Essentially, it stops us from moving and taking action because the subconscious mind or monkey mind wants us to stay away from risk. This is fear and fight or flight talking, aka stress, and which we all suffer from. The best way I've found to get out of the grip of fear is to meditate, go running, or do something calming and relaxing to get yourself out of the beta brainwaves and into alpha, or maybe even theta. Once you change your brainwaves like this, you'll be able to step out of fear and get back to the more expanded version of you, your energy body, or your energy self. Fear contracts your energy and makes you feel small and scared, whilst expanding your energy outwards makes you feel big, connected and more resilient. If you are pushed for time, then just do a quick 3-5 to five minutes of heart-focused meditation, or use my own simple visualisation technique, which I used when I was trying to find happiness again after my mum died and my husband and I were fighting a lot. I'll put the link in the notes. In reality, 
Fear is a normal part of doing something for the first time. And they say that doing something five times helps you to lose the fear. So there'll always be fear when you're doing something for the first time. So often it's just about pushing ourselves through that initial sense of fear so that we can get out the other side. I find reframing things that scare me also helps me to get past the fear. And often doing things for someone else rather than myself is a good way for me to get beyond the fear and out the other side. So maybe thinking about all the people that you'll be able to help or that you're helping once you step past this first step of fear. So number two, self-sabotage can stop us from changing as well. Although most of the time we're not usually aware that we're doing this. As Gay Hendricks talks about in his book, The Big Leap, we all reach levels in our lives or business where we reach a glass ceiling and this can stop us from changing or growing or moving forward. We can look at this through the lens of limiting beliefs because it's our belief structures which affect our lives and indeed our successes. Many of us are not able to achieve the success we want because we have limiting beliefs that don't support these goals or objectives and we either aren't able to create or manifest them or we can't receive them. Limiting beliefs around unworthiness or not being good enough could block you from receiving and attracting, whilst limiting beliefs or misconceptions around overwhelm, fear of failure, fear of success, etc. could stop you from creating goals in these areas. Many of these limiting beliefs we can find very easily through journaling, but some of them can be deeply hidden in the subconscious programming of our mind and passed down in our DNA. So for these, we can use other methods such as muscle testing or the sway test to uncover what they are. You may be surprised to learn what your subconscious mind thinks because it will take your conscious mind by surprise. Over the past few years, I've seen women whose bodies thought they were a man, a soul that feels trapped in a human body, and disease which thought it was part of that person's body, it had been there for so long, and lots more. Certainly in terms of wealth and abundance, we all seem to share many limiting beliefs here, and these often stem from unworthiness. It's said that there are seven core limiting beliefs that we all share. Number one, scarcity, that there isn't enough money to go around, and therefore we have to compete with each other for the money that's there. Number two, that money is the root of all evil and all rich people are evil. Number three, that you have to work really hard to make your money. Therefore, it doesn't matter how hard you work, it's never enough and you have to work even harder. Number four, that men are the main earners and women aren't. Number five, it's hard to keep hold of money and money slips through your fingers easily. Number six, wealth is for others, not me. And number seven, money is not important. And there are many poverty stories that come up in past lives as well. Whether these are real past lives or simply the energy of them, I don't think matters because it allows the subconscious mind to work through the issues and release them from your energy field, or at least the emotions around them, because the body can store the negative or traumatic emotions as beliefs or limiting beliefs. Now take a look at the rest of the list and see what areas they fit into. What sort of categories are they? 
Are they health, career, relationships, well-being, success, finances, love? Look at how many of these goals or dreams were in your list last year. Or how long have you wanted them for? The longer you have desired them and haven't realised them, the most likely that you have more limiting beliefs around these or in these areas. Again, journal to find out what they may be. So what else can stop us from transforming our lives or experiencing real change in our lives? Number three, I think, is exhaustion. And that's because I work with many overanalyzing, overthinking and hardworking, driven women, which is the perfect recipe for burnout, both physically and mentally. When we think too much from the mind, we not only deplete our energy field, which replenishes and heals our bodies, but we also put a great deal of stress onto the adrenal glands, which can cause physical exhaustion and burnout. If you are in your 30s and have burnt out, you're probably an overachiever, or at least overthinker. Things you can do here are replenishing your energy field with heart-focused meditations and add lots of fun and laughter into your life, as well as relaxation. Interestingly, I have found laughter and enjoyment of life replenishes us far more than simply relaxing, although I can see that they're not mutually exclusive. Essentially, any emotions from the heart will replenish it and start to heal you from within. I would also put spirituality into this category too, because it not only allows you to expand your energy field, but it also enables you to transcend your mind, or get beyond your mind, as Joe Dispenza says. Spirituality is not religion. Spirituality is living in a way that enables you to think beyond the mind, and connect or tap into higher energies of the cosmos, which quantum physics and new biology is already beginning to show us exists. And this leads us on to number four, which is resistance and egregores of the collective consciousness. In previous episodes, I've talked about low vibrational thinking and repetitive thoughts around them, thus turning them into thought forms. Basically, you repeat the same thoughts or worries so much in your mind that you create a low vibrational fog or energy field that then attracts similar frequencies and people to it which creates a sort of low vibrational density around you. As you gravitate towards those with the same thinking as you, you begin to create egregores and thought forms that literally take on their own entity and create a low vibrational pull or force that makes it hard for you to get out of it. If you find yourself going back to the same thoughts again and again, or can't snap out of a particular way of thinking, then you are probably trapped or stuck inside an egregore or the collective consciousness of that thought form. Social media can suck us into this so fast because it works on an energetic level of its own. These can be hard to get out of, but using shamanic practices and intuitive energy healing can help you step out of these faster. Essentially, it's about releasing the thought forms or the trapped energy of it from your energy field so you can gravitate away from it more easily. This can be especially true if you're finding it hard to pivot in your business or change direction. Your heart wants to do something else, but your mind is trapped in an egregore 
and keeps getting sucked back into that same old, same old as before, whether it's the same old thinking, the same old doing, or the same old being. Even societal conditioning, religion, and academic institutes or governments can be egregores. And the question to always ask yourself is, is this way of thinking or being serving me or humanity to our highest and most benevolent good? If the answer is no, then maybe you are simply stuck in an outdated way of thinking or being, and it's time to change. I've just added a 2022 energy forecast for the year onto my blog, as there are many energetic and spiritual changes happening this year, which are really going to shift humanity's consciousness fast and raise the vibration of the entire planet. This will bring turmoil as well as success, but one of the upsides is that it will also release a lot of low vibrational energy and resistance from the world too, so it will be far easier to achieve your dreams. So think big on whatever it is you want this year, as it's far more likely to become a reality. Not only are our bodies moving up into the light body, so lots of low vibrational stuck energy will be released from our collective consciousness, but it's also clearing much of the resistance that we've had to face daily in our lives for decades. This is good news for all of us, and this year should start to feel less like wading through treacle backwards, and will help us to achieve more of our heartfelt goals. One of my own dreams will be realised this year as well, as my book is published and will be released in March. This has had its challenges, but I always knew that my heart wanted to achieve this, so I just carried on going with it, trusting that I would come out the other side and learning the lesson of patience as I went through. Remember to keep checking into your heart and soul, which is like your internal GPS and will always keep you on track. And with that, I wish you all the best for 2022 and hope that all your dreams come true. I'll add all the links to the notes as well as my email address and my social media handle, which is hello at ruthelizabethhancock.com and I'm on social media as Ruth Elizabeth Hancock or Ruth Elizabeth H on Twitter. In the meantime, take care and have a great week. Thanks for listening. Bye.